Daily DVI. Our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Cufflinks.com knows it's tough out there. And they want you to stand out while you're six feet apart. That's right. It's a site-wide sale, 30% off May 14th through the 18th. Support a small business through this hard time and save big on your favorite accessories. Use code STANDOUT30 and save 30% off site-wide May 14th to the 18th. Support the podcast, support our presenting sponsor, cufflinks.com. Go ahead and buy something. Go over to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. And guess what? They also have face masks. They fit kids, adults. They're washable. A portion of the money goes to the Mayo Clinic COVID Research Fund, and they're 100% made in the USA. So go on over to cufflinks.com today. Save, support our sponsor, and be well. Enjoy the show. Inside DJ's DVR. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Tim Hines here, and I'm bringing you a way long overdue special edition of Inside DJ's DVR. That's right, tonight is a little fireside chat with your boy DJ Tim Hines. So, it's been a long time since I've been on this feed, but it's also a time when Axel took the week off and there's been nothing on the DVR feed, so I figured I'd get something out there. I haven't done a solo podcast in quite a long time, and I don't know if it's going to sound boring, I don't know if I'm going to ramble, but I'm going to talk about some things. So I've been keeping a a list, sort of, of things that I've been watching and doing, keeping me busy and occupied during these tough times, and I think it's important to share about it. Share about it. I don't think that works. I'm not going to edit it out, but I'm going to share about it. So... As far as work goes, now, unfortunately, many people can't work. There's a lot of people out of work. And COVID has done its work and is doing its work as we speak, as I'm recording. Uh, I'm in New York, and it's been tough out here. So I don't want to talk about who's working, who's not working. I want to talk about what's working to keep me occupied and to keep me satisfied and enjoying things and still in good spirits from time to time. I know it's tough. We get down. Uh, There's a lot of rabbit holes you could go down, get sucked into the news cycle, get sucked into all the different uh, press conferences and whatnot. But I got sucked into a lot of entertainment. So that's what works for me is entertainment. Now, when I tell you I've done things from watched movies, shows, DJ sets, uh, lots of YouTube videos on how to do different things, I've watched a lot. I've also interacted a lot. I did 
Zoom for the first, second, and third, and a few more times. I did House Party, an app that I was unfamiliar with, which now it's kind of fun. I'll talk about that. But I've stayed connected. I got invited on Delvin Cox's podcast twice. We did an episode that's actually airing shortly, I believe sometime mid-May, that we talk about. He basically interviews me, talks about some stuff that I've been a part of, and we talk hip-hop, talk about podcasts. And then he had me back to do a special Patreon-only episode on his feed where we talk about influential hip-hop albums. So right there was some real nice projects that kept my mind going kept us we were actually having a great conversation but even beforehand just kept me busy thinking about the albums and you know little side projects just a lot of things based around entertainment me and my homeboy mike that i've been producing with music wise my whole life that you know kind of taught me how to produce music um many years after I, i you know was in my dj career uh you know, we started getting down and making some beats. And a few years back, he moved to Florida and our little, you know, home base connection broke up. But we wound up linking up on Zoom, making a couple tracks, uh, you know, not finishing them, but we started and we set up a workflow organization thing, um, learned some new apps, learned some new workflow, um, did that on Zoom. I had a really great Zoom party with my club crew from New York City, Brooklyn, and the surrounding areas. And uh, we all got down and had a really good party. It was supposed to be some DJs getting down, throwing sets, but we were all kind of in shell shock. Maybe it was a week or two after everything kind of broke out in the march. And we talked for like nine hours. We broke out at the side rooms, and it was like 28 of us in the whole thing, but we were doing four or five little, you know, breakout rooms, and that was a lot of fun. Um, I'll go back to House Party. Now, someone put me out the House Party was Axel Foley, so the draft was happening, virtual draft, live, you know, on on TV, but no people there, so he said, let's do the House Party thing. I set up the computer, watched House Party, well, not watch House Party, set up House Party, watched the draft on my TV, and we were all there. Heath joined us, uh, Grandpa James was there, A-Dash Hustler was there, um, Foley, myself, and we had a really good time. And I had the app, now, post the draft, I started looking at it, tinkering with it, I realized you could play games, so I put some other people onto it, then I updated my contact info into it and I saw a bunch of people I knew had it so now there's been a couple times here and there over the last week or two that I've seen people on talking with friends that I have no idea who they are and I just jumped on in and that was pretty fun (laughs) I had a couple made some some people laugh pretty good so uh you know then one one of them was pretty cool because it was some old friends from uh back in the days growing up in the neighborhood that I'm still really close with, and they, they were playing uh, Pictionary. I jumped in, we were playing. So, that you know, just some things to keep you occupied. I know that Inside DJ's DVR is mostly about, you know, uh, TV and stuff, but there's a lot more other things that kind of need to 
keep you, you know, happy in the entertainment realm. And I think those are some good outlets. And as far as my music side, the DJs have been stepping it up. They've all been doing live streams and having really major broadcasts on some major labels. And things have been real fun. I've seen, you know, a few of my favorite DJs already do a few separate streams. Then some of the big labels are having these festivals that go, you know, all weekend long. And everybody has a time slot and I'm trying to do math, figuring out, you know, the time difference from wherever they're broadcasting from. And it's just real cool because it's it's been keeping me going, you know, through different parts of the day. Sometimes my favorite DJ will be on and it'll be like, you know, 11 in the morning. But wherever they're broadcasting from, you know, it might, you know, whatever time they're on. And it, it's just fun. Uh, so I did a few live streams myself. I, first, I tried Instagram Live. Then I did uh, like three so, so far on Facebook Live. And I think Friday, uh, I think it's, what is it, May 14th. Today I'm recording right now. It's Tuesday, May 12th. Wednesday's the 13th. Thursday's the 14th. Yeah, yeah, the 15th. Look at that. I can count. So, yeah. So, I think I'm going to go live for like a nice two-hour set. Um, I'm going to throw down some old school vocals, old school for me, like talking like, you know, maybe late nineties, early two thousands, some, some cool shit mixed in with some, some, you know, maybe a little underground slash, I don't know, tinging on some stuff, but I've been bringing a little bit of different stuff. I did like a, a tech house set with a little like, uh, progressive sound I did today. I had just went live. I did like a disco house funk set and, uh, that was like, around 12.30 in the afternoon on a Tuesday. So that was fun. So I've been kind of feeling the creative juices. I was outside playing in my garden. Now, that's one thing that, that's actually been really helpful is the gardening. Uh, I've been growing a lot of things from seeds. Got some, as soon as COVID hit, went and got some romaine and some spinach. Had that growing right away. I've already had like, I don't know, four or five salads out of that. And you know, you just cut from the outside and it, you know, those are plants that will keep growing from the inside and you'll get a, a bunch of, you know, yield from that all season long. So those are some good tips. Plus they'll grow in a little colder weather. Still not really ready yet to plant tomatoes and warmer weather vegetables here. All right. So that being said, what else do we have? I don't know. What do I want to talk about tonight? Let's I mean, I'm really sick of COVID, but it's it's around, it's everywhere. Um, you know, just a lot of fears settle in, a lot of numbness settles in a little bit because we can't get used to this, but we have to get used to, on some level, how to, how to cope, you know, together. So I think that some of these outlets that I've been talking about have been really great um, as far as, you know, just linking up, talking to people, um, you know, I, I've reached out to a few people so that I haven't talked to in a long time, say on the telephone or seen them in person. But I know that, that, you know, where they're at, they know where I'm at. We talk online. And, you know, it was a good time to reach out verbally. So, we, you know, I'd call them. They called me, vice versa. So that was cool. Had a couple of really nice chats with some friends. Um, there was some just nice connections. You just got to, you know, check on those people that, you really aren't thinking about 
you know, that are in your everyday circle. Now, I'm not saying don't check on your everyday circle, but it's those outside people that, you know, need a little bit of, uh, I don't know, a little, little bit of uh, extra push to say hello. You know, not just a wave or whatever or a, a smiley or emoji or whatever. Just give them a call because sometimes talking is better. And I found that talking is real helpful, um, especially for me right now. So, um, yeah, I talked about some some tech with some friends. We got to set up OBS to do some live streaming and, and just set up different ways we can get on the Internet and stream live. So that's been pretty cool. Um, I've talked, you know, like I said, some production. I talked about the other night I was on the phone, like, one, you know, hour and a half in the middle of the night, Saturday, one of my friends, we met up in a, um, <clears throat> in actually a DJ's live stream, and he was like, hey, what's going on? And she said, yo, let me, you know, give you a call. We talked shop about just streaming in the industry, and shout out Vivacious. I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but, you know, that was a good chat. I enjoyed that one. Just a lot of things keeping me busy. Um, I might have said um a hundred times. I might say like a lot, because I'm just coming off the top of the head with this. Other than the list I made of my movies and, and, and TV shows I watched, I'm just kind of, you know, breaking it in, you know, getting the the uh, old track shoes loosened up. I don't even know if that's a thing. I don't I don't run track. I'm just, uh, you know, getting get warmed up, getting the, the wheels greased, I guess, as they say, because I haven't done this solo podcast in a while. But uh, like I said, communication is key right now. You know, you can't just be sitting there all alone. Um, I set up my dad even on Google Hangouts. Uh, like, I'm in all the outlets. I'm using Google Hangouts, Zoom. Haven't used Skype yet, but uh, hang uh, house party, FaceTime, all those types of shit. But it's been getting me through. I've been having a good time with it. And one of the best things that I really had so far through this whole COVID thing to get me through um, the mayhem and the, the, I don't know, monotony, I guess, the everyday routine has been Westworld Theorycast podcast. Now, I don't know if you all watch Westworld who listen to this, um, or maybe you do, but if you don't know by now, hopefully you do, I did the Westworld Theorycast for the last, I guess, two and a half years. Um, on the DVR Podcast Network. And this season, we had three different podcasts, and we broke it down with, I guess, what would turn out to be nine different podcasters towards the end of the season, and three different varying shows. And I was on a show that I got to be a part of with Gina and Andy. And I had done a bunch of fan call-in shows for Game of Thrones that Gina was a part of and she came on and Andy had never podcasted with me before. He might have done one or two shows with Axel and we just kind of threw the names in the hat and boom, all three of us podcasted and we didn't really communicate much, you know, via Hangout or anything, just, you know, maybe a few texts here and there before and we just hit record and go. And we had such a great season. 
we we meshed so well and it really felt so organic i didn't have to edit anything out the only editing i had to do was add some commercials or or station ids and it was just wonderful like i had a really good time we connected really well we had a lot a lot of laughs and i think that's really what it was all about you know analyzing the show was fun and talking about our ideas and theories was great but just laughing about it and laughing about each other's wacky thoughts and you know just having some people that you could i guess connect with and be a third party during all this who aren't in your circle or aren't so close to you and you know in between the week during you know the show shooting random ideas back and forth about what we're going to talk about on the podcast or maybe something COVID related about the podcast, little jokes, tidbits here and there. And that's the communication stuff that I'm talking about. It's the, it's just, you know, a lot of random communication for me. So I felt like I got to hop back into, you know, the inside DJ's DVR seat and just talk it out. You know, I don't know if you know, I say, I might say, you know, a lot. Some people say, I say like a lot. I don't know. I'm not listening to myself, but I'm just talking. I'm rambling. I'm getting, getting the flow. So I haven't gotten COVID. Hopefully, you know, any symptoms that I've showed, I might be asymptomatic. I might, I might've got it earlier in the season, but it's now mid-May and I have yet to, receive it so hopefully knock on wood here everything's good um my circle is pretty good um few people here and there have gotten some illnesses but nothing super major uh, a friend of mine did go on a vent and came off and hopefully he's uh you know on his road real real back you know back to fully recovery normal wow i don't know what i'm saying there fully no full normal recovery soon um shout out brian um yeah you know i know hearing a lot of stories a lot of people and their families different you know close relatives some distant relatives but it's real out there so spread the communication that's been my message for the first opening of the podcast is communicate got a lot of outlets got a lot of entertainment and sometimes these things used to seem like work. Oh, you know, I don't want to call him. It's been a while. Just call. Just call. Nobody cares right now. Everything's water under the bridge. They, people just want to hear somebody. They want a little connection. It's, it's, you know, what it's all about. I did some birthday drive-bys. I got out the car with my mask on. I even did a jog-by for one birthday. You know, whatever. You just got to do what you got to do. I did a bike by one day saying hello on my bike i know my man axel's been putting in little miles on the bike gina's been hiking the hills of california everybody's doing their thing as long as you're socially distant um out here in new york it's tough be socially distant but people got the masks on and just do the right thing and we'll all get through this and we'll have lots of good stories to share and maybe i can share with you some of the good TV and network slash streaming slash Redbox slash bootleg slash movies and shows that I've watched. So we'll get into that as soon as I take this sip of water here. 
Taking a little break to remind you again that there's a site-wide sale happening at cufflinks.com, 30% off. Use code STANDOUT30 from May 14th through the 18th and support our sponsor. You know, everybody's being hit right now and Cufflinks is still with us sponsoring the show. So let's sponsor them. Go over there, buy something from May 14th through the 18th, save 30% off. You know the amazing products they have. Whether it's a sports product, a geek product, something that makes you look good and feel good where you're on that Zoom meeting, go ahead over to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. You can also pick up some awesome washable kids or adults face masks. And they're also getting some with some sports teams on them too, so you can support your team. Go over to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Yeah, that was good water. So, let's jump into the stuff I've been watching. I've been watching quite a bit. I barreled through seasons of things, um, did some things week to week that I, you know, now that COVID's gone on so long, I finished seasons of them. Um, Got some free, you know, services that came my way. I watched them. As I get through them, I'm not going to really give too much of the show unless, uh, you know, it really hits hits home. Uh, let's see. How am I going to do this? Let's go. All right. I'll start here. All right. Start at the top, I guess. I don't know. It's in really no order. So on FX was a show called Dave. I don't know if you guys heard about it, have seen it. It's the rapper Little Dicky. He teamed up with Jeff Garland from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and they did a phenomenal show. Now, Little Dicky is a really good rapper, but he's he's really like a comedian rapper. He doesn't really try to be hardcore or anything, or you know, he makes fun of himself a lot, and his raps are just hysterical. So they made it into almost like a Curb Your Enthusiasm type show about his career. So that I thought was really cool. Um, Maybe one or two episodes that were eh, but overall it was a really good show. And then if you have Hulu, FX did a deal with Hulu. So all the shows from FX are on Hulu with no commercials if you have that package. And you can just watch them there. So another one, a series on Hulu that was FX exclusive to Hulu, which did not air on FX, but only Hulu, was called Devs. And Devs was very cool, and it fit right into the vein of watching Westworld at the same time, which kind of was about, you know, if you know Westworld, it's a lot of AI. Um, Devs is a lot of AI, but with the human element more than the um, AI element. It's the, I guess the humans getting to the certain AI portion of things and sophisticated computers. So that was really good. I liked that one a lot. And, uh, you know, I mentioned Westworld. I had a really good time with that podcast. It was a really, really fun season, really high paced, jam packed, a lot of energy. Um, where do we go next? Okay, shout out right here goes to a guy I went to elementary school, junior high school with, and high school. 
Harris Danow, who uh, worked as a writer and the producer of Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. This was Reese Witherspoon, Kerry Washington, just a really great story. Joshua Jackson was in it, and it starts off with an event that happens in the town, and boom, you go flashback to a couple months, then maybe a year earlier, and you fill in the gaps, and the first episode asks you the question of, like, who done it, and every episode makes you think that someone else could have been, you know, the one who done it. So it really built up to such a great crescendo and, and, and ended just really nicely. I was very happy with that show. And, uh, towards the end, it wasn't until maybe episode nine that I had realized that, uh, Harris was a part of it. So that made it even sweeter. So I want to say good work to you, Harris. You know, that was a great show. I recommend that to anybody who has Hulu or can get their hands on that. Maybe, I don't know if there's, it's coming out on some Blu-ray or what whatnot, maybe some other streaming services, but it's great. On HBO, I watched The Plot Against America. This was a interesting show. This one went back a little bit to right after World War One, and Roosevelt didn't win the election, and Lindbergh won the election, and lined himself up with, with Nazis. This is a David Simon production, and this was pretty pretty interesting. It's like a what-if type scenario. And it, it, it ended, you know, in a interesting fashion. I'm not going to give anything away, but it was worth watching. It, it was maybe only six episodes, but it was very, very deep um, and, you know, very kind of realistic to what could be happening, you know, under our own eyes right now. If, if you really want to delve deep and you're into that conspiracy theory life. But, uh, yeah, it's a it's a little close look at what if. All right. Where are we at here? I'm running. I got a big list, so I hope you're enjoying it. I'm not keeping numbers, but the next series I watched was an epics series called Godfather of Harlem. It was about Bumpy Johnson, the the OG gangster from Harlem back in the 60s when Malcolm X was out there on the streets and the nation was out there and the Italian mob was out there and the doogee was out there on the street. That's a, if you, you know, don't know, that's a, a drug a slang name for the drug that they used to do in that time. And a big focus of the show was about the drugs and about moving on the streets and, you know, making deals, cutting deals and cutting people out of deals. So I liked the whole series. The only problem was it was a free trial that I got for a month. And I don't know if I'm going to, you know, subscribe when season two comes out, but I might wait till it's available somewhere else but I like the whole series you know so far season one was really good I barreled through that whole thing real fast Apple TV they did a redo five episodes of Steven Spielberg's old show Amazing Stories I really enjoyed this this was very similar to the originals where they were campy wholesome but still entertaining. 
They didn't have to have any, you know, real risque stuff. It was just good mystery slash sci-fi bundled into one. I thought that was really excellent, especially because it's only five episodes. You don't have a a whole lot to, to invest. Plus, each episode is their own thing. Nothing connects. That was very cool. Now, I'm trying to think. There was a show I didn't add to the list, but while we're here, I'm going to pull it up on Amazon Prime, because that's where I saw it. It was The Loop. Hold on a second. I think it was called The Loop. But while I'm talking about this show, it made me think of it. I think it was called The Loop. Um, hold on a second. Tales from The Loop. All right, so now... In the vein of, uh, of, of, what did I just say? Oh, Amazing Stories was Amazon Prime's Tales from the Loop. Now, this was a far-out sci-fi show. This show was, uh, like, hard to even put a, 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 a date on. Uh, uh, or something like that. It was like current, but not current, and not old, but kind of old. Like when I say old, maybe like 60s old, but 70s. It's got real weird tinges of, of like almost no time stamp. But it's about this experiment that keeps happening that they're running from this machine inside the loop. Uh, and it affects all these different people in all these different ways. And they all come together in like the end in like the climax. It was very, very far out. I think it's it's if you're into hard sci-fi, this one was definitely worth watching. And you know, did amazing stories because that's kind of cool. Um, so where are we at? Where are we at? Homeland. All right. So I stuck with the crazy car, the crazy Carrie Chronicles for the whole run, and. I kind of was left pretty happy. It was the series finale this season, and I enjoyed it. What was cool about it is that they released most of the season on Saturday, uh, Sunday morning rather, so you had most of Sunday to watch it. So I got you know a little bit of that in before Westworld. So I, you know my nights were kind of just watching different things, but I, you know, I like that they gave us Sunday to watch it until the finale, the finale aired on time and it was worth it. Well worth it. The finale ended well. Um, you know, it was so far fetched that after season two, you realize that you're either in it or you're out. And I stuck with it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I recommend it, recommend it. A lot of these I recommend. This next one is highly recommended. I know my brother-in-law and sister-in-law watched this. Better Call Saul. They watched all the seasons on Netflix and then they taped all the episodes this season on their DVR and they caught up and I listened to Axel's podcast with Shia from, uh, uh, what is it called? The History of Westeros. Sorry, I blanked there. But yeah, they, they did a great job just kind of recapping the episodes and talking about what happened and the implications of everything and the just, you know, great scenery, great film work, 
great acting this season. And the story was, was very cool, kind of predictable, but kind of uh, entertaining at the same time. It's predictable where it's hard to explain, I guess that how would I mean, like, even though you might've seen it coming, what you, you're watching is still fun, but mysterious at the same time, as far as where it's, where it could lead. But you know, you know, Saul, if you watch any of Saul, you know, this season's one to definitely catch up on. I know underscore watched the, the whole thing caught up. He got caught up this season and I know he, he dug it. It was good. Very good. Now, one show I'm watching that's not very good on HBO is called Run. I'm like four episodes in. I, I'm just watching it because it's just watching a lot of stuff. And it's really weird. Um, it's like, I thought it was going to be like a heist type show. It's turning out to be like a relationship type show. And I don't know where it's going to go type show. Just a little bugged out. I don't know. I'm going to stick with it just because it's on right now. Um, But, you know, I'll watch that. Uh, Another one. A movie. This one was a good movie. This was on Amazon Prime, I think. Molly's Game. This was with I want to I don't want to look it up Chastain Chastain that's her her last name I can't think of her first name Re- Rebecca no I, I don't know whatever Chastain um she was in this and it was definitely something I wasn't expecting it was about a very competitive skier who turned her career into a a hustle and I'm not really going to give you more than that, but it's real good. It's got Jessica Chastain and it's got, uh, like Jesse Eisenberg's in it. Little, little small roles. Who else is in it? Uh, Kevin Costner's got a role in it as her dad. Yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. I think it was from 2017 or so. Next on the list, a series this was Netflix, A Letter for the King. This was, I would say, more like a teen-style show, but I enjoyed it. Um, it was about bringing a letter to the king in, like, a mystical realm, and the letter got brought, or it didn't get brought, or it wasn't brung. I'm not sure which the right way to say that was, but I don't know, but the letter was for the king, and I watched it, and I'm not going to spoil it, but it was good. It was fun. Uh, I wouldn't say good. I would say more fun. It's in the fun realm. Now, another show that I watched, which was, I believe, a Danish show, which was called Freud. Yes, the Freud, Sigmund Freud. This show was about his life, kind of far-fetched, stretched into a little bit of the dark arts and his ways of the way he wrote his papers on uh, uh, hypnosis therapy and some of the ways he got there. It was definitely based on his life with a lot of, a lot of, how do you say, uh, what's that word? What do they use? A lot of embellishment. All right, that's the word I'll use right now. A lot of embellishment. 
So, uh, but it was fun. That was a fun show to watch. So I watched a comedy show. Um, Mark Marin. Uh, I see. I can't read my own hair on the list here. End for end of end of days. I think it is. Yeah, Mark Marin. Whatever his latest special is on Netflix, it was pretty good. He gets a little like flat towards the end, but I see. But he 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 does that on purpose. Like it's you know it's his style. Axel didn't really dig it. We were talking about it. I suggested it. He he checked it out. Um, but he made some some funny funny points. I know Jerry Seinfeld just put some new stuff out, and I just added some things to my list. So uh, <clears throat> those I watched. Well, not those, but that one I watched. Then I watched a documentary, four episodes, the Unabomber in his own words. This was interesting. Now I didn't know a whole lot about the Unabomber. I knew like who he was and just pop culture t- type references. This doc really showed who he was, opened up a whole new corridor, and I was not really uh, informed enough as to who he was and, and the impact that he had. This was cool because it ha- it was tapes that he had of his own des- descriptions of, of a lot of the incidents that happened that only one interview that he gave in his whole lifetime to this one magazine and I guess they collaborated with the documentarian and they made a four-part series out of it and I thought it was definitely wild so that's one I can say check out if you're into you know the crime type stuff um watch that one next on the list a movie this was on Apple Plus this one was called Banker. Samuel L. Jackson. Um, damn, 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 damn. It's going to bother me now. Um, the guy who plays Falcon. Oh, shit. Washington? Anthony Washington? Oh, I probably got it wrong. Um, now, now I'm going to have to look it up because I'm going to be pissed. Banker. Anthony Mackie, that's it, Anthony Mackie, Samuel L. Jackson, Anthony Mackie, this is on Apple Plus, this was good, I enjoyed this one, it's a story that I didn't know, it was actually a true story about how these guys um, basically went from real low-end real estate to high-end real estate to owning lots of commercial property and, you know, putting their money to work and becoming bankers. Very, very cool. Oh, boy. Getting tired here. I think I... Oh, I got a couple more left of me to talk about. Ah, there's only a few more on the list. All right, so I watched a movie. 21 Bridges. This was not as good as I really thought it was going to be. Uh, I kind of had different expectations. I got it from the Red Box. And I was like, all right, cool. Chadwick Bosman's awesome. You know, it's New York crime drama. But it was just really, I don't want to say, like, early 90s crime drama, cop drama. I don't know. It didn't really, eh, 
get me too much. It was fun to watch, but I was like, eh. But this next movie dropped on Hulu and had subtitles, and I don't care, even though I'm an MBR. Shout out to the podcast world who knows what that is. But this movie was all that it was cracked up to be. I watched Parasite. This shit was good. Really, really good. I liked it a whole lot. Parasite got thumbs up. It was not what I thought it was going to be whatsoever. And I love that about it. I thought it was going to be some kind of semi-horror flick. And I'm not really into that type of thing. But I was like, alright, I'll give it a shot. And sure enough, it was excellent. Like, for me... To say excellent, like, I, I, you know, I really, really liked it. For a movie where I got to read stuff, like, top quality. Top, top quality. Uh, where else am I going to go? All right, so what's next? I watched the show on Netflix called Hollywood. It was, eh, I don't know. A little, little too much of the... Uh, like, hokey flair, and a little less on the the story. You know, the, the drama was there. It was almost like they wanted to be a little musical, but they weren't. But, it, you know, it was fun. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a suggestion by Gina. I watched the movie 1917. Now, I was supposed to see this in the theater a while back. It never happened. But... I know it's supposed to be enjoyed on the big screen with the big sound. So I put my 5.1 headphones on, got the screen, you know, pretty decent, you know, distance away. I, I moved up a little bit. So, you know, I was, I was like right up in there and I just sat back and was enthralled by that movie. That was something else with that, like, long, long, long one-shot camera angle of just the following and panning around and, and leading in front of the characters. It was just really immersive as far as, you know, being a, a war movie and following the footsteps. It was it was up there with Saving Private Ryan. Um, I've really, you know, enjoyed the that movie a whole lot. So I'm glad I got to see it that way. Uh, a movie that was eh, that I watched on a certain way that I'm not going to talk about due to FCC regulations was Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. That was okay, so-so. Uh, you know, it was it was worth watching. I wouldn't pay for it. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't uh, buy the DVD. Wink, wink. I'd wait till it comes on streaming. Yeah. And I'm going to end it off with... The show Ozark. So I watched this show. And again, I was pleasantly surprised. I had started off like with this in my list since season one when people were like, oh, it's a good show. It's a good show. And I'm like, ah, ah, putting it off, putting it off. I don't think it's for me. After two seasons, two seasons, after two episodes, I was like, whoa, this show's for me. I did not anticipate the show being like this. I thought it was going to be... I don't know what I thought it was going to be. But 
after I seen so many people digging it and liking it, I was like, I got to check it out. You know, too many people that I, I respect their uh, TV viewing uh, reviews, you know, liked it. So I was like, let me check it out. So Ozark to me was top notch. I know there's a bunch of other movies that I, you know, got up in there, but you know, Ozark was a standout sh- show for me. Um, let's go back to the list. I, I would, I would recommend barreling through Ozark. I got through that really fast. I want to say two weeks, maybe two weeks. Um, Parasite, outstanding. Let's go back up here. Banker, good. Um, Unabomber for for that type of docu series, really good. Molly's Game, good movie. Better Call Saul, outstanding. Homeland, cool. Amazing Stories, outstanding. We'll give that an outstanding. Godfather Harlem, very good. Plot Against America, very good. Little Fires Everywhere, outstanding. Westworld, outstanding. Devs, outstanding. Dave, outstanding. So, if that was too fast, rewind it, put it on half speed, and jot that down. But uh, it's been fun catching up with you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to you. And I'd love some feedback. Hit me up. Send it now just to dvrpodcast at gmail.com. Just put uh, in the subject, DJ's DVR, and just, you know, write your questions or feedback. Hit me up. I got a Twitter still inside DJ's DVR. Um, Or just at DJ Tim Hines. Either one. Whatever you feel like. I want to try to maybe get this going again. But if not, maybe I'll just do these one-offs every every blue moon. This has been fun. I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. Till next time. <laughs>